final table talking all things body work and anything wellness related. Today we have Anderson, Jenny, and myself, Lisa. Let me give you the lowdown on what Project Body is. So, um, okay. So I, my name is Lisa. I am a massage therapist. I've been a massage therapist for the last like 14 years or so. Um, I have the typical massage therapist history where I went to massage school. It was great. Massage Envy got their purple claws on me and I fell into the Massage Envy corporate world. Um, it was all right. We all have, you know, if you're a massage therapist and you work there, you understand what I mean when I say <laughs> it's okay. It's a good starting space. Um, but it's not forever. And ultimately, that's where Project Body came from. It came from a need where I needed to get out of there. I needed a better place for myself to work. And incidentally, that I other people needed a better place to work. Um, I started Project Body all by myself because I just wanted an office where I could work just me, by myself, leave me alone, thank you, just me and my clients. And then that one thing led to another and we grew and I needed to bring people on. So welcome Anderson, um, one of our coworkers here. Welcome Jenny, one of our other coworkers here. Hello. Over Hi. the last <laughs> over the last eight years now, this January was eight years, uh, we have grown and expanded beyond like anything my wildest dream, honestly. Um, so that's kind of the history of Project Body. We started off as a go away, leave me alone, I just want to work with clients, and it's turned into a huge clinic. We have... Still kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> we have a bunch of massage therapists that work here. We have personal trainers that work here. We have a whole front desk staff. Um, we just have a really, really great team here. Um, and... Well, now we're trying to expand into the digital this here we are <laughs> hello now we're talking to all of you guys um so that is project body's history and that's part of my history andy can you tell us how you came into this uh well i started in 2015 going to school uh and then in 2016 i joined project body i remember it was only me and you for like two, three weeks, and then I think it was two weeks, and then Ashley weeks, right? and then came right on board. Uh, another therapist came in named Ashley, who is still with us. Right, uh, Diana came in, who uh, is still with us. Uh, plus <laughs> a couple of other therapists who are not no longer with us, but uh, you know, uh, and it, I mean, it's been a journey. It's been know. a journey. Uh, we started off at a very tiny very small, 600 square right. foot clinic that had three rooms that those rooms didn't even exist like we built them one by one yep. over time and then um, COVID happened and that just made us explode you know there's something magical and when the government says you can't have something suddenly everybody really wants it so <laughs> when we were legally allowed to open our doors again people were spilling into our books they were there's just something magical about saying yeah. you can't have it and then they they come running for it um so we blew up we got really busy and we needed space to stretch our arms and stretch our legs and so we moved yep. to a six a two thousand square feet space in was it 2020 or 2021 2021 uh, well, it feels like more time for some reason in my head 2021 uh, it was 2021 I'm getting my years mixed up because 2020 was the year that I went kind of crazy and I was like, haha, I'm moving. 
And you after a month of hiring me. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. Still, you still fight me on when you hired me. I don't I, know it. I still remember, you know, when we moved in here. You were like, all right, we're moved in, bye. <laughs> I did, I did do that. I, we moved in, and within days, I was like, all right, you guys got this. I'm jumping into my truck, and I'm driving back to Arizona. Because that's where I, I just needed to be in the desert. I needed to just chill in the desert. Yeah. So 2020 happens, COVID happens, we all get shut down. We're legally allowed to come back to work in, was it July? And then it was like a couple weeks after that where I was like, all right, guys, I'm going crazy. I got to move out of the state. And everybody was like... How are you gonna do that? You wanna like this business? We're still operating. Are you gonna shut us down? And I was like, no. And Andy was like, well, are you opposed to selling? And I was like, yes, I'm opposed to selling. I'm not selling to anybody. And he was like, well, what about me? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. He's one of the longest standing employees. Well, I mean, the plans were to open it second one it was first. so for the longest time yeah i, I can't even remember when we but i went to you and i said i'm not going to do that i'm going to move and you were like okay well then can we shift gears this way which was a fantastic idea so now yeah. we're partners and we're doing this together which yeah. quite honestly if anybody is going to go into business like get a partner it makes accountability that's what i always say I, i'm like scared yeah. to go into any type of business by myself i feel like you, know, you always need that extra shoulder you can but yeah. honestly like when you don't have somebody like over your shoulder or like or at least like with with you me and you uh -huh. like I, there's just this extra fire under my ass where i'm like okay i have to get this done because andy has a daughter and he needs more money in his paycheck to pay, take care of his babies like that like the, like that's the the extra fire that gets lit under my ass like there's more people i appreciate that yeah, well, come on, I take care of my people. But, like, there's more people, you know, it's not just me at play. It's not just me that's riding on this. Right. That You know, it's so easy for me to say, oh, you know, sweep it under the rug. I don't really need this. It's fine. But when it's somebody else right. or, you know, if it's you and that person's important to you, suddenly it becomes important to me. So, like, it, it really, really ignites, um, you know, the work that we need to do or the things that we need to do or you know if a project takes me like three months to get it done i'm gonna get it done in like two months or so just because i have this like people are right. relying on me they need this from me so um accountability and partners 100 percent the right way to go i said i wasn't gonna cry at least. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so emotional Andy. wait a minute i don't even know who jenny is who are you i right. know who are you jenny just like one person Welcome to here. the podcast. Thanks <laughs> for uh, chatting with us today. That's right. It's not like I was forced here or anything. <laughs> I've, oh, I've been a therapist for seven years. Oh my God. We seven. got some veterans. Um, I started off doing chiropractic and working with physical therapists. And um, though I loved learning their techniques and all that stuff, I felt like I was doing a disservice to the clients or the patients because I only had like five to ten minutes. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to do this for five to ten minutes. Like, I want to like fix them. And uh, after COVID hit, my power office closed down and reopened and they're only open for eight hours. So I was like, I need more money because I need to pay bills. So then I stumbled upon Project Body. <coughs> Though you fight me on when okay. you hired me. 
She feels like she came <laughs> that same year that I came in, for, like, for some reason. I know. I, <laughs> 20, you came on the same time that Tierney comes on? No. Came on? She, she came in after me. Oh, shut up. Really? Yeah. 2021? Yeah. Yeah. She came in, like... I feel like you and Tierney came on, like, right It's because we look other. the same. Yeah. You guys screwed me up. Mm. <laughs> Regardless, whatever. Who well, are you, you well, by the way? Huh? <laughs> we have no idea who you are. I said Jenny. Hi, everybody. Jenny. Hey. <laughs> Far away from the mic before we blow the listeners' ears off. <laughs> okay, so. Anywho. I think those are introductions, right? Yeah. This yeah. is who we are. This is who's at the hexagonal table today. And go. I keep saying hexagonal table because we have this, like, covert um, um, theme of bees. I don't think it's covert. Everywhere. No, it's no, it's not a thing that we advertise. But we, it is not part of our like logo, or it's not part of our design. It's, it was funny. not planned, and yet we have bees everywhere. We have a bee wall that is like striped black and white. We have hexagons all over the place. Some of us have bees tattooed to us because um, we're the worker bees. So there's just this like underlying um theme that you'll discover if you ever walked into our facility um all right since we are all uh, massage therapists here uh, i wanted to ask a question just to like start uh conversation going uh what got you into massage therapists what was that thing that sparked and said i want to be a massage therapist i had no money That's a I very was big broke. <laughs> I was a kid and I was broke and I was expected to go to college, which made sense for an honor student. Um, but I didn't have the wow. funds for college like was, some people do. Uh, for some reason, it feels like that's like 90% of massage therapists. Like, I, I know what to do. I got into massage school. And that's... If you want to go to massage school, do not go to massage school for money. Um, this is a broke kind of career. Yeah. Like we are starving <laughs> healers. Like we don't make a lot of money. Um, so it was, yeah, I came into the field for money. Um, that was super heartfelt. Yeah. I don't know. Let Eric, listen, my mom is an alcoholic. My dad is a convict kind of in jail a lot. So I didn't have the support that a lot of people do. So I remember my mom saying like massage make like, $50 per hour. She said this when I was like super duper young. Mm. I, and I, this thought stuck in my head and yeah, maybe we could like make 50 that. an hour with like, you right. know, base pay and tip. Yeah. Um, which is fine. But like considering like you can't really do too many massages in a day because it hurts the hands and all that. Um, you're not dragging, you're not raking that in too much. But anyway, um, that's really what it was. I needed a quick way to make more money in a short amount of time. So this was always supposed to be a stepping stone. This was supposed to be maybe five years of my time. 14 years later, I have an entire like <laughs> empire. So I don't know what I'm doing, but that ultimately is what led me to it. And I would recommend anybody that is pursuing it the same way that I did. Don't. Be an electrician. <laughs> I wanted to be an electrician. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to be many things. I wanted to be a car tech. Yes. Yes. I wanted to be a musician. Oh. I wanted to be still do all those. a barber. I wanted to be 
I don't know. I, I want I wanted to be so many things before I came here, and you know. How did you I How just, did you funnel that though? How did you decide? Okay, massage pool now. I I mean, it's kind of like the same as like I, like I said, ninety percent of massage therapy is like an easy way to like make money. Fast. School is really you know it's like quick, very quick. So people see that first and they're like maybe it's I'll. It's expensive now. How much weight? Oh, side tangent question. So sorry, but Go ahead. how much was it when you went to school? So this was you went to school like seven, eight years ago. I think it was like seventeen. 16, okay. 16, and you 17. went seven years ago. How much was it with you? Depends uh, on the school too. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Cortiva, which is a good school. Yeah, and I did. I did the New York and New Jersey program, mm. and that was like eighteen. Damn. And then I had like four thousand dollars in like Koreas. So wow. I really Okay. <laughs> so really it was like fourteen out of like pocket between my mom and I. Wow, okay, so two thousand nine trade school, like it wasn't even a fancy Cortiva yeah. name uh, <laughs> neighboring type thing. Um they what was it? I think it was thirteen thousand altogether and I got one of those Pell grants, so I ended up only only paying like eight thousand for it. I had to pay the whole thing. Damn. I still, I think I still, because that's like you know, I paid a bare minimum. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, I still need, I still and then I, I think I stopped paying it when COVID hit. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I stopped, well, they like, gave me the option, so I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I have like three grand left. I think I'm like, I hope they don't I'm come somewhere back. Somewhere around you know. there, I don't remember. <laughs> um, where was I? I don't. I forgot. Um, my, because you, you kind of. Yeah, I did. I did tangent. <laughs> You're so telling what, us about made you massage. decide to go to massage school? Uh, so like I said, I kind of felt like it was something that I could finish quick and mm. a friend of mine actually convinced me, like, hey, I mean, you can make a lot of money. I mean, that's how I... <laughs> Who is this friend? Does he know? It didn't finish cool. <laughs> <laughs> we started together uh, and then halfway he just bounced. He's like, ah, oh, it's not for me. <laughs> I'm not touching people's feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and that's I, just a fraction, man. I'll tell the story later. I feel like, well, well, when I started, it was like, I don't know, it was a group of like 25 to 30 wow. people. Wow. And then when we finished, it was like 10 people, maybe nine. My class really? had three people in it. I'm so green with envy. Wow. It really? sucks. <laughs> yeah. And we had like at least 20. That sounds like a class. good time. Yeah. Yeah. I hated my class. There we, was there was one dude that all the guys in our class like helped all the girls out because none of the girls wanted to get touched by this dude. Oh, and they let him be in the school. He was just program. a really creepy dude, wow. and all the guys oh, decided, took one for the team. Took one for the team, Ooh. and like always paired up with him. And I was like. <laughs> you guys are the real MVPs. There was this, um, so there was Wait, me. Wait, you keep. I know, sorry, Andy. I feel like there I was, finished. I mean, there was me I... and two other students in my class, and one of those students was perpetually 30 minutes late every single class day, and my teacher would make us wait until he got there. And it didn't take long before I was like flipping out about my, like, if class started at 6.30, then I would also get there at 6.30. But class starts at 6. So why am I in sitting In the morning? Here? No, at night. Oh, I, took a night. I took a night program because I didn't really care. Um, <laughs> I, remember, I mean, it's like nothing against gay people, but I remember this one dude that came in 
um, and we had to massage feet. I don't know for some reason that day. He's like, "Oh, I got to massage feet. I'm out of here." <laughs> yes, what? the body like... part. It's it's part of the body. It's attached to us. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm I gonna... don't know. Like, how do you not know that you have to do that before you get into massage? School? I'm pretty sure <laughs> that the guy that I paired up with, like, with the first like two weeks of class, like I maybe made him rethink massage because <laughs> we were working on the glutes and like dude chick he's like nervous to begin with and like I have a slew of injuries because of soccer <clears throat> so I was having really bad sciatic pain that day <laughs> and he's working my glutes and then he was working on my left glute and then on my right glute it just like spasmed and I was just in so much pain and like the the student teacher had to come over the professor had to come over and like release the spasm on my right glute and then I never saw him after that it was like I broke this chick I need to rethink my career completely I felt so bad yeah. I ruined this guy's, I ruined this guy's career. Yeah, I did. Probably he with might, my glute. <laughs> he might have become an electrician. He did Good call sparks, yes. I have one you. more question and then you guys can ask whatever you want. Uh, so personally, I need a mental preparation before I start my shift. <laughs> so I just want to ask like Same you. buddy. <laughs> big same. Big same. Was that the end of your question? Because I this is a doozy for me. Go ahead. I'm so excited. I need 24 hours notice in advance if there is something on my calendar. If you are not on my calendar within 24 hours, this is not massaging anything. I'm not touching you. I'm not laying hands on you. I'm not fixing anything. I If you're not there already, I'm not mentally prepared and I cannot just jump into a session. And if I do, oh man, is my brain goes squirrely. My brain is just like ping ponging like tree frogs. And I'm over here taking naps before my clients. <laughs> see, for me, I don't know what it is, but it's like I see five people and my body gives me that energy, like just the, for five people, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's why. Just I, for five? <laughs> yes. I have six and Same. I'm dying. On that. No. <laughs> that sixth one can pop up. I only feel like that when, like, we have like an hour notice like two because. hours now some people book with oh because if you're already here no, yes no fair. nay nay that's it's happened to me like two times where like i'm home and i have an hour before like my yes. shift whatever and like someone books me so it's like 11 o'clock and someone books me for 12 and i'm like mm-hmm. 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 do you know what happened to me that gets me so mad so that's- you should Block it. Okay, wait. Or maybe talk to somebody. You're right. I did. We do have the ability to block our own schedules. I, but. but I did, and I was like, what, what's the time frame before people can like call in and yeah. you know schedule? Like, oh, an hour. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> um, I it's think like, the online for us now is three hours, and yeah. I think I should just like make a thing in the group chat and be like, two hours, guys. Two hours. Yeah, because I I need at least an hour and a half to prep. Okay, yeah. so. Remember a couple weeks ago on January 1st when we had a problem with one of our good clients um, We had a therapist who has rescheduled on this client quite a few times and This therapist ended up rescheduling on this client like 
an hour before his session on New Year's Day, or was it New Year's the day Eve. before? New Year's, in New Year's Eve. Okay, yeah. so it was New Year's Eve. He was supposed to do um, two-hour session with this guy, and he ends up canceling it an hour beforehand because he was sick. Which he was like, "I was sick all week. I have to cancel." And we were like, ah, "If you were sick all week, why aren't you giving us more notice?" Anyway, the client was really upset because this, this was, was January first. This was January. No, that was the 31st. December 30th? The 31st. The 31st. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, day before. Yeah. January 1st? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, client is really upset and is like, listen, this therapist has canceled on me at the last minute multiple times. This isn't the first time. And if this is how he treats clients, I don't want to be going there anymore. I'm not going to work with him. So, cancel my membership. Um, I'm not going to book any more appointments. And this guy had like seven extra hours in his account. And he was like, I don't care. Let them go. I, I don't want to go there anymore. So, I contact this this client to do some recon and be like, listen, you know, this isn't how we as a clinic do business. If you come back, like, you know, come back with me, I'll work with you personally. Um, and he's all like, all right, yeah, I'll let you know. And so what are we three weeks after New Year's Eve? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. Has it really been three years, three weeks, three weeks, yeah. ma'am? Three years. Oh, yeah. Three years. Three years. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so the um, I have open therapist hours from two to nine on Fridays, and this past Friday I had nobody on my calendar at all, and I was like, yes, like bonus <laughs> random day off. This is great, and I didn't block the day. I just let it be open. Foolish. Yep. So foolish. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I let the day be open, even though mentally I was like, I have a bonus day off. This is awesome. I'm going to stay home. And around 1 p.m., who do you think books at 7 p.m.? Of course. The, the client <laughs> the one that, that canceled <laughs> their membership because we were canceling on him repeatedly. So I couldn't just be like, well, I'm not mentally prepared. You didn't give me 24-hour notice. I screwed up by not blocking out my calendar. Yep. So I was mentally prepared to come in to see to this gentleman who ended up canceling on me. So it was great. <laughs> That's <laughs> hysterical. Did you come what in, a though? Roller coaster huh? Did you come in? No, oh. I stayed home and I blocked out my day. <laughs> Sorry. That was a roller coaster of a day. It was. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, I have to go in. Oh, no, I don't have to go in. This is great. Well, that's another good point because not only from our side, but from our client side, we have to be, I feel really bad when I cancel on people yeah. because they usually, they, you know, they have to prepare on their side too, mentally. To yeah, come here. sometimes they have to find childcare, right. sometimes they have to make dinner arrangements for their family so that they can come see us. Yeah. Like they have to do a lot in order to get yeah. on our table uh, Two too. weeks ago I was dying and I, I did cancel one, one day because, you know, I have a pregnant woman at home. Uh, but I actually ended up coming two, actually three days that I was not feeling good just because I just don't want to cancel on people. And, yeah. and you know, some of my clients did notice that I I was not feeling 100% and some of them were great. They were like, oh, we just short the session or whatever. You know? I know. So, there are some clients that are angels. Yeah. Absolute angels. Yeah. I second that. Who, like, they understand that we're humans. There yeah. are other clients who expect <laughs> us to jump through hoops of fire. Yeah. But then those ones that actually see the human in us and that we're not just some robots making you feel good, oh, 
Yeah, like, I feel bad, like, with, you know, like, the whole transporting of essentially father-in-law around to, like, doctor's appointments, and, like, sometimes, like, the office visits take longer, and I'm, I'm over there, like, oh, yeah, today's gonna go real swift, I can make it to my afternoon appointments, and then everything goes wrong, and then I'm stressing, because I'm like, oh, God, I gotta get some appointments. There's nothing worse than a massage therapist being anxious. Uh, <laughs> we just want to make you, our client, feel better, and yet here we are in our brain going, the world's on fire. Yes. I mean, I I don't like answering phones unless oh. it's like an emergency. Like I think it might be an emergency because I don't want to be thinking about whatever that was and not concentrate on what I was doing. Because I, I get easily... You know, distracted by many things. Honestly, that is. You look like you do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that is my biggest struggle as a clinic owner and an operating massage therapist because, as a clinic owner, there is a million things on my to do list between sales tax payments and end of the year like accounting and the the um the other tax forms and the employee taxes and and just all of the things that go into running this and creating the advertisement stuff and the marketing stuff and do do we have enough money to get this material created and we need to put something on that wall and we need to make this better and we need to get more images for the TV. There's so much stuff that needs to happen and yet when I have to go into a room to work with a client for an hour or an hour and a half or two hour block of time, that's two hours or an hour where my brain is still thinking about all of the things that owner Lisa has to do, but I can't because I have to focus on this client here right now. And so my hands can do all of that work no problem, but my brain is still ping-ponging in my head thinking about all of the things that need to happen. So I tend to not take as many clients nowadays just because I can't do the two jobs at the same time. Like it's 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 very distracting. It's very it makes me anxious and it, you know like and I and I honestly that's the one piece of advice I give to most um, massage therapists or other therapists that want to open up their own practice or their own space. I mean, number one, if you want to do it, please do it. Like you you can only know how it's gonna go unless you do it. So do it. Um, but if you do it, know that. The, the whole therapist part of your job is probably going to start taking a back seat over time because there's not enough time in the day. And if you're going to be an owner, that job is going to take over the whole being a massage therapist job. So like it really, And a present owner, not like a shadow owner. Oof, man. And that's, that's, that's a whole other topic too. We could be here for like more hours talking about shadow owners versus present owners because, um... Oh, I don't even know, man. <laughs> like, there's so many dynamics at play there. Um, me and Andy are both um, active owners. Like, both of us are here in the clinic every day working on things. You see us in the trenches. We're working with clients. Um, our, like, we're working alongside our, our, our coworkers. Um, but shadow owners, I don't even understand how they do anything. Like, there's a million thousand things that have to get done, and then they're just, like, not there. Like, and honestly, I struggled when I lived in Arizona. Well, usually they'll, they'll have somebody that's in charge of everything. Yeah, of course. Like, like a can manager. You, yeah, general manager. Mm -hmm. But can you really 
trust, trust yeah. that person to take care of the clinic in the way that an owner would take care of it. I feel like it's it's about I feel like compensating the manager enough so that he cares about the place. I guess. <laughs> Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. And I think you. it's also the level of care that the owner cares for, I guess. And you know, and it, it, it all comes down to finding the, the right person yes, that you can sure. trust. Yeah. You know, and that's... Yeah. Alright, so I think uh, we should wrap it up today. Uh, we have to have an outro. outro.